0: episode 24 a podcast about what to eat watch read and listen to i'm eric i'm jason so santo's turkey day is on the horizon fucking amen i got um
1: i got my shit on order i got i'm doing a turkey full regular tom turkey boneless breast bone in breast
0: i got got two breasts and a turkey
1: yeah, man, I and it's overboard. It's too much.
0: Um but wait. You're you're making too much food for people? That's that's unheard of. <laughs> Shocker,
1: I, I know. <laughs> it's shocking.
0: Um everybody goes for the for the breast. That's what everybody wants. Really? I'm a a I'm I do I like the breast. I like turkey breast better than like chicken breast, I will say. Yeah. Chicken breast is all right, you know, if you're like if it's that or nothing.
1: Yeah. But I'm a dark meat guy. Yeah, thigh. I, I'm interested in the thigh. Yeah. Um, leg and wing. I don't know. Not it's, so much. It's, I mean, it's a pain in the ass. Like, And there's shit involved. that You may have to... Yeah, not so much. Thigh, yeah. Um, but with turkey, breast all day is what I'm after. So, um, I'm going to... I got a Big Easy, which is an infrared oilless turkey fryer. So I'm gonna do the full turkey in that and then I'm gonna do the breasts old fashioned deep fried. So I got another deep I got a deep fryer.
0: Nice. My um I I go to my mom's house. My mom like yeah. has a lockdown on Thanksgiving. Yeah in, in our family. Like Thanksgiving and Christmas, boom. Somehow she just like <laughs> locked those in. She was uh, like pulled Nicole aside early on when we were dating been like, look if you guys get married, here's how it goes. Yeah. I still get Thanksgiving and Christmas. Just so you know. So luckily it works out because Nicole's family, like all the other kids, also have like stuff they're doing with their spouse's family. Oh, so that's good. it just works out, and her parents are fine to be flexible. But anyways, my mom and stepdad just got an indoor deep fryer. Like, it was this thing, they just saw this featured, and it was, like, at Costco, and they got it super cheap, and they're really excited, because you don't have to... Indoor. in in Wisconsin, you know, you don't want to be on Thanksgiving. Fucking eh. Chances are, you have inclement weather, and you don't want to be running in and out, and dealing with the oil outside, and this way, it's like, I don't know, they say it's awesome. God damn. They have, I think, two turkey breasts they're going to do. Our Thanksgiving has, like, skinnied down in recent years, so it's really, there's just, like... Us and the girls, so you're talking total of five adults and the girls. So, oh yeah, pretty pretty small. Yeah, we'll be
1: the same. We're five adults and the kid. Yeah. So,
0: so do you have um, like special food that you have to have at your Thanksgivings? Um, Anything out of the ordinary? Yeah,
1: I do have one out of the ordinary thing, which no one has,
0: and it's coleslaw. It's coleslaw. How weird is that? Interesting. It's a weird fucking. Deal. like a summer picnic sort of. Thing. I know it's so fucking weird, but
1: every time we make a turkey and stuffing at at, at my at my mom that my mom and dad, um, coleslaw, and it's not like it's we make it like you shred the cabbage, you do the carrots, you do the red onion. And it's simple. I mean, that's it. It's right. that and mayonnaise, you know, salt and pepper, a yeah. little vinegar, whatever, you know, but fucking coleslaw. But it's, um. yeah, man, it's kind of just become, I've eaten it every year as a kid. I mean, I ate it for 20 years every single year at Thanksgiving, and now I can't have Thanksgiving without it. Huh. And I'm the only one that eats it. Now, right. you know, I don't have yeah. Thanksgiving with my parents. We see them at, at, you know, just after Christmas. So, right. and we eat fucking coleslaw with the turkey whatever she's making, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I just make a quick little batch cuz I got to have it. Um, right. it's a weird deal. No one else eats it. Yeah, and before that, and there's another All right, so a couple other weird oddballs. We got um what was new to me was salad Salad I use with enormous fucking finger quotation marks because Patty, my mother in law, who's who's passed, um, did the the Jello yeah the Jello salad cottage cheese fucking pineapple thing which holy Christ I was like I was I'm still shocked by it so that thing still (laughs) shows up we still make it like pretty much for her and our Jello
0: salads just uh, there's no that cottage cheese is like too healthy I think it's like. It's, it's like jello with fruit in the jello and then whipped cream. <laughs> whipped cream. Yeah. And cool, salad. Cool whip usually too. And it's the like word not salad even real whipped cream. The word it's like salad is jello fucking, salad. Yeah. You know, the you know there's a qualifier. Salad. But what I didn't until I came up here to Minnesota, what I hadn't encountered was the jello cookie salad thing. Where like people do it it's like um crushed up like chocolate. Cookies or Oreos with whipped cream and grapes, and they call that a salad? Get the
1: fuck out of here.
0: I'm serious. Salad. It's fucking delicious, but it doesn't in any way resemble a salad, (laughs) let me tell you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um...
1: And we got this other thing that Beth makes every, every time a Bowen family classic is this sugar roll, which is just this. Oh, like, that sounds good. Oh, my God. You would f- go apeshit for it. It's basically a donut. So you'd go right. fuck crazy yeah. for it. So it's a it's some sort of bread dough that we get. Um, so you get it at Runza. Anybody that's um, from Nebraska knows Runza. Um, they sell the dough just the runs of dough by itself, only at the holidays. So this is like a Nebraska thing. So you you let the... It's pre-made, whatever the fuck. You you let it come to room temperature, and then you dow- you like literally douse it in butter, completely cover this thing in butter, and then you completely roll it in sugar, and then you tie a knot in it and drop it in a muffin tin. Half-bake it until it's just like this... It's so buttery and sugary, like well, I can't even handle this it.
0: This sounds exactly like... This must be a near culture thing because so what we have at Thanksgiving, we only ever have it at Thanksgiving, maybe a little bit at Christmas, but it's really a Thanksgiving thing is Lefsa. Have you heard Lefse? Oh, Lefse, yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like a tortilla, but a different sort of consistency. And you put butter, sugar on it, and you roll it up. Some people put like, it's kind of like a Norwegian crepe. Crepe, yeah, yeah. And then some people will put turkey and gravy. My dad used to do that, and I never could get that because for me, it was like you put butter, you sprinkle sugar, you roll it up, and you eat it. And oh, God, it's so good. Yeah. And that sounds remarkably similar. Oh, yeah. No,
1: that's the same idea. Something sweet and doughy. Yeah. Right. I mean that the left side I think is probably a bit more elevated than this fucking thing, and I don't mean to shit on it. Like it's amazing, and it's right. all my brother in law Matt. That's all he, he eats that with the mashed potato and some turkey, and that's all he's right. rolling. Nothing
0: with. green is touching that. Place. Hell
1: no. Hell no. <laughs> no, not a single goddamn thing. But I'm psyched, man. I'm ready. Um, I got it. But it's a it's a couple days is in the in in the making. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I got to get everything. I got to get. You know, my sides all made ahead of time, so day of I can concentrate on the turkey. Last year I I ass raped the turkey. It's terrible, not really? literally, but I yeah. mean I fucking burned the shit out of the thing.
0: Oh, that's too bad. It it's a bummer. It's tough because the turkey is obviously the centerpiece. What you know, so the fuck? you got to like deliver on the turkey. I um, actually got. I'm not going to get to the use of this because we're going down, but I'm going to use this sometime between Christmas and uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving and Christmas. I got this special turkey hooks for my pit barrel cooker. So you hang the turkeys in there and charcoal. What? You know, smoked charcoal oh. turkey. Oh. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do Baby. that as soon as possible. Oh, yeah. Another food thing I got to tell you about. Yeah, yeah. I, as a guilty pleasure, a lot of times it doesn't actually teach you. After a couple episodes, you don't learn anything new about business. Shark Tank. I watch Shark Tank. I've probably seen just about every episode. Yeah, I know. That's Um, that's one of your guilty pleasures. There was this guy from Brooklyn who um, has figured out a way to flash freeze coal-fired pizza, like real New York pizza, and they ship it, and they have it at Whole Foods. What? And so I was like, fucking A. Why not? New York pizza. I'm going to try this. I got four sort of small kind of 10-inch pizzas, and... Uh, they're already cooked, so you just have to you heat the oven to three fifty. You pop it in for like four minutes. As soon as the you know the fresh mozzarella starts bubbling a little mm-hmm. bit, you pull it out, cut it, and with the exception of because it's really thin crust and the crust is already baked, like sometimes it's a little brittle, so the it'll split Crack in half or something. something. But the pizza, man, it's like you are in a New York pizzeria. Are you shitting pizza. me? It is. This guy's got it. He's got it. So the fuck? table eighty-seven is the name of the place. You go to table eighty-seven. it Whole Foods. I don't know if it's at Whole Foods here. I'm going to go into the Whole Foods. Where here. did you get it? I ordered it from their website. They had a. Oh, special, you mail ordered it. They had a special. Oh, sorry. Okay. They they will ship you like however many pizzas or slices and pizzas, um, freeze uh, with dry ice. You know, they get them here. You stick them just right in your freezer, and um. Fucking a. Three heat the oven up. Four minutes later, you're and you, eating and slices of New York pizza. So how do you do on Shark Tank? They bought it and... Uh, yeah, they got an investment. Yeah. Um, and he's selling fucking pizza. Yeah. And you're buying them. What they you. were doing was, at the time he went on Shark Tank, they were still cooking all of the pizzas for the mail order, for the online business, in their actual restaurant. In the pizzeria. Yeah. And they were like, come on, man. What do you do? You need an industrial kitchen with like, the same oven and all the stuff you're doing. That a whole thing needs to be separated out. Yeah. You know, especially after this, I mean, there's, you know, a million idiots like me who just hopped right on there and bought four pizzas from these guys. Cause totally. They, you can't, I don't care. I don't know why it's, well, I think we've talked about this past. It's a mystery. I don't know why you can't get pizza to turn out like that other places. I don't know why you can't get burritos from the mission to taste like, don't know. You know, whether it's the water, whatever it is. Either way, it doesn't matter because this, this guy's doing it and then flash freezing it and shipping it to you.
1: So is it? Like, is there? All right. So first of all, a ten inch pizza. I've never seen a fucking ten inch pizza in a pizzeria. Tell
0: you, tell you what, there's two of those pizzas in that freezer right behind.
1: <laughs> really? <laughs> but I mean, but but so is it like this the the slice that you get in a pizzeria just on a smaller scale?
0: Yeah, I'd say it's like probably the the pizza. Maybe it's not even ten inch. Maybe it's like an eight inch pizza. But it's, it's the
1: equivalent it's, of like two slices. I don't care maybe about the size. I guess what I'm saying is like. It's are, are we talking about just like a a slice of cheese that you fold in half and you go at it like New it's York slice? Than that.
0: They do sell they sell a big slice. You can get a big slice at like the Whole Foods that they sell. I'm hoping that they get national distribution at Whole Foods because I will go to Whole Foods all the time and buy this pizza. Jesus Christ! All right, man. It wasn't like super expensive either, and I think they were having a special where they're doing free shipping because of Shark Tank. So oh wow! I got like four pizzas for. I don't know. Maybe it was like 40 bucks. Really? Shipped. Jesus, that's great. I know. It's cheaper than, yeah. For, to live in Minnesota and eat like legitimate New York pizza. What's it called again? Table 87.
1: All right. Yeah. I'm going to check that out for sure. Yeah. Wife would go crazy for that. Beth would love that. In Jack.
0: The girls went crazy for it. Yeah. And same with Nicole. You know, it's like, it's like real New York pizza. Real slice. Yeah. It's the only way you can live here and get something Close. Table 87. Table 87. Fucking A. Check All right, I'll out. check it out. Let's dig into it here, man. All right, so this week we're doing music. And this was tough for me because I actually had to, like, get out, like, break out of my norm and go listen to music because what we were trying to do is new songs, good new songs that you think the other person hasn't heard of because this is a stump episode. Yeah, it's, yeah that's 24 right. 24. Stump, stump episode. Yep. Three songs that have come out in the last year to year and a half mm-hmm. that you think the other person hasn't heard that you think are good, good to great songs yeah exactly um, I, I'll be honest um, for
1: me it was actually the way it worked out it was quite easy um, I had this I started this system and I'm going to continue it it's been great
0: um, you just picked all songs of the new Justin Bieber record? Is that you. why it was so easy for
1: you? <laughs> it was so simple, man. Where else are you going to go? Um, but all year, like, so I have my various sources where I find out about new releases and then um, look them up on streaming services and then just create a playlist for that month. So, during over the course of the month, whatever I find that's new and I love goes onto the playlist so i've had I've got a playlist for every month of this year of just new releases um I will say though, and I wanted to talk about this for a minute um that I'm in trouble because i've been uh since very early on uh a confirmed RDO listener oh yeah supporter yeah, that's big subscriber
0: news. but dude, there's three days left there's lots of fucking hipsters crying in their kombucha about that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, count me among them, man. There's three
1: days left. Three days Pandora takes over the
0: wheel. Yeah, I gotta say, I... I, Oh, fuck off. While you were watching your... (laughs) Karate Kid on beta. I was chilling out over here on VHS because I'm a Spotify guy. So <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny.
1: So I've done all the research about where I go to next, right? right? With Spotify being the last choice. Why? Well, what
0: I, do you have against Spotify?
1: Well, I think it, it's, it's ill founded. Like, my, 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 to be honest with you, like, my. My bias against it is not right. It's – design was my first thing. Like, that's originally what made me – because I was Spotify. Yeah. And then I was like, this interface is effed. Like, it's so bad. Why the hell? And then RDO I looked at it and I was like, this is fucking killer. The design is amazing. UX is unbelievable. I'm in. And I've been doing that for
0: years now. Right. See, that's the thing that I, I feel like these services, which is why I'll probably never split up, uh, split from Spotify, and, you know, I would love to go check out Apple Music, but it's so hard to, like, unless there's some sort of open API where you can import all your playlists, and you know, have yeah. all your friends, and you're following their playlists, and yeah. all that stuff. So I'm, like, seriously locked into Spotify. I'm Spotify.
1: locked into RDO and I'm, I'm hand-boned. I'm yeah. done. So, like, I exported... All of my playlists as a CSV, and, um, you know, and I'll have to figure out a way. There are actually, there's services that have existed for some time. Um, it's a port in between the two? That will, yeah, that'll do it for you since okay. there isn't an open API, you know, um, that you can just, like, figure out something on your own. There are services, but for the last two weeks, they're like, sorry, check back later. Right. Like, we we're need,
0: so slammed.
1: we can't. Yeah. Handle. Yeah. So um, I've checked out Deezer, um, and there were, they're so bad like that. I, I hate to say it. So I paid, I think I talked about this actually on another episode.
0: Yeah. You were checking out the audio, quality the high different. quality. Yeah. yeah. So they have two levels
1: of, of service. And I was like, let me try out the flack, the high quality flack files yeah. and, and I, I couldn't, you know, through my various systems, and I've got, you know, I'm no I'm no fucking heavy hitter, but I got a few different things to check out, I, you know. And I couldn't see the difference. And then, um, so now I just looked at it again as a replacement for RDO, and it's out of the question. RDO has, like, some of the great things that it has are, like, are biographies um, and, like... User comments and and stuff that Deezer just does not have. It's not it's not at the level it needs to be. So then Apple Music. I started reading reviews about it. I'm loath to like just do all, my whole all my shit belongs to Apple already. So I'm kind of loath to just like it feels like just giving up. Like all right, Apple feed me my music. Like I can't just fucking give up and let them do it. So um, and after trying out you know, the Deezer app, the Apple app. Um, it's, I, I have to go to Spotify. Like I've already scoped it out and I've already like reopened my account and that's where I'm going to end back up. So anyhow, um, it's fucking shedding a tear for sure for the loss of audio. Cause it's been so fucking good. It's been so good. So, um, so this episode is, um, songs, Stump episode songs yeah. of 2015. Yeah, you want to go first? Yeah, man, I do want to go you first. Got the goods. I know I, know I got the <laughs> fucking goods. Um, so I um, want to apologize in advance here a little bit, um, and also sort of retrospectively. Are I, I, I'm going to figure out a way? Like I literally, <laughs> you guys. Like I literally. Um, when we do music, I literally fucking have my phone here and I hold it up to the microphone and play it through my tinny ass fucking speakers. And the more like I think about that, like that's some bullshit, man. I'm so, I gotta, I gotta do a little yeah, bit better. Yeah, it's
0: sounding okay. I think, thanks to Kaya, but.
1: Thanks to Kaya. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I feel like if I were listening to a podcast and somebody was like about to play me their fucking jam, I would want to be like, oh. Let me check this out yeah. and crank it
0: up and listen to it. I don't know, man. I listen to a major podcast that gets, like, paid, tons of paid ads and stuff like that, and they play the songs on a laptop. Seriously? Yeah. All right, fuck it. You're all getting it out of the phone, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Um,
1: so, first pick, Um, this killer, killer fucking find... Uh, um for me this year was white reaper. They're a, um, garage punk outfit out of Louisville, Kentucky. And, um, they're actually in town. They're in town here with, um, another great garage band, um, on the 29th in like, I don't know, next week, just after the holiday or something. Huh. Um, they're playing at the seventh street entry oh, and nice. I can't fucking wait. I've never seen them. And, um, they're so good. Um, it's it, so I love this. This for me was one of the best songs of the year because not only do I love this record um, because it's like it's got all of the like angst and like shitty soundingness in the right way of garage rock. Like it's got all the right garage parts, but it's also got like the right like synth and like. Hmm. Hooks to it. Um, it. I love it. So this this track is um, called Sheila. So the record is kind of written with quite a bit of, like, young person angst about some love affairs gone bad and all of the bullshit that goes in between, like, trying to patch that shit up or just trying to forget about it and huh. get after something else. So, nice. um, so here is... Um, alright hang on a second let me sorry uh let me let me dial this fucker up here so um this is uh Sheila is the name of the track um oh man this is some bullshit hang on sorry um I gotta dial this fucker up here we go so here's Sheila White Reaper So that's them, White Reaper. That's awesome. I have not heard that. So sc- Really? Score one. Killer. Nice. Yeah, man. They're so fun. Um, it's real garage punk. And it's so nice that like young that like, it's still happening, you know? Cause it's one of those things that I love so much. And like I can like when I when I first heard that record, it it was like I could imagine myself like being in the room. Like in that first, like, you know what I mean? Like you have that first drink and you start to loosen up a little bit and you feel good. And then just that wash of fucking a whiny kid screaming into a microphone and like good noisy garage happening. Like for me, that's the fucking as good as it gets. I love that. So, yeah, and awesome. these guys are, are, are
0: fucking great at it. So cool. Yeah, man. Um, All right, what do you got? My first pick, you've certainly heard of this band. Okay. I'm uh, counting that you haven't heard this track. All right. Um, this is off of their 2015 record, Ones and Sixes. It's low from yeah. Duluth. Uh, the track is What Part of Me.
1: Okay. I know the band for sure. I'll tell you when I hear it, if, I've, if I know it.
0: The great band. Yeah. So I'll play this, and then we'll talk about it. So, holy shit, I do not know that. That what is what I love about it is killer. like for low, that's like speed metal, you know? Yeah, because they're you know, for anyone who doesn't know, they were one of the originators of uh this style of music called slow core, this like yeah. unbelievably slow, quiet. What I love about that is it's still s- classic low, like you have Alan and Mimi, and they're like vocals sort of intertwined and they play really well off of each other. Great sound, but it's faster paced, and it almost also has this, like, there's a hint of, like, electronica in there, which is really new for them. Yeah. It really feels like a smart evolution, a band that's been around literally for a couple decades. Yeah. You know, more at this point, 25 years, maybe. They've been around forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to come out sounding, sounding fresh, like, super great fresh, record. Super super poppy. So, yeah. That's a great
1: song. And there was, like... And they, I mean, obviously, being of that genre, something that's super important to them has always been production. Like, there have always been, I wouldn't say high production, but, like, there's a definite, uh, like, I don't know who their producer is, and I don't know a lot about, like, how they make their records, but, like, if you listen to that, there's, like, a, um, there's a consistent use of, like, white noise in that first opening, like... Uh, in that first opening sequence, like, I don't know how many is 16 bars or 38 bars, whatever it is, but before it cuts to like the, the verse, like there's a, there's like the just white noise
0: in yep. there that is so great. Like, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It really feels like a stretch for them, but also for anyone who has listened to their early or mid career records it's going to feel familiar. So tell, um, what's the name of the song again? What part of me? What part of me? It, yep. All right.
1: Um, well, killer. I'm listening. I'm going to crank that on the way home. That is so good. Um, all right. So, 1-1? One, 1-1. One. One, one. Oh, right. yeah. Very much. And, and happy to concede that. That's a great find. Thanks for that, man. That is feels like a good kind of get-ready-for-winter song. For sure. Right? Um, so, my next pick is uh, one of my favorite band, new bands, um, Novella. Out of London, Hmm. um... Have not heard him. Okay, cool. So, safe.
0: Yes! Safe win. Yes, yes, yes. Call it two to one. Um...
1: Uh... Firmly indie. Um... This band is so great. Um... They're like a, um... It's... Like, two-thirds... Psych pop. Like, one-third shoegaze type of Hmm. thing. Um... And this track in particular, this is off of um, off of their record lead, um, which I believe that's the name of the record. I only know it by what it looks like, and I haven't bought this record yet. Oh, it's called Land for fuck's sake! Put my old man glasses on. Land. I only know it by the cover, which is rad. Um, but um, yeah, these guys are so great. Um, this album. I'm gonna I'm gonna g- bring you into this track. About halfway through, because as this amazing intro that is um, again like going along with like kind of the dream kind of psych pop yep. sort of sensibility, there's this amazing sort of intro that is two minutes long, but mm-hmm. it's so catchy and so great. Um, but I, I want you, I want everybody to. Kind of, and I'm not going to play it for fucking. I'm not going to bore the shit out of everybody. But I want you to get a. F- I want you to hear their lyrics too. Like I want you to hear like their their vocals are so great. So uh, here's here's novella. Um, and uh, this is this track's called "Follow" off of Land in, in 2015. Here.
0: That's super good. Yeah, these guys are awesome, man. Yeah, um and b- that, both those tracks are great. I would listen to both of those bands. In oh a, in yeah, a second, so. I think
1: you'd love them, man. And yeah. and this this band is um, that this whole record is that good. Like really? it was tough to yeah, it was tough to find like the right song. This was like. This is one of my top records for the year. Wow. It's unbelievable. Novella?
0: Novella, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna check that you out. Yo,
1: that's sure. the that's the record cover. Like it's really weird. Uh <laughs> they're out of London. I don't know, it's like a half a half a head of purple cabbage and a With candle. A couple like
0: orange candles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fucking Crazy. Straight up fucking indie. That's awesome. Yeah, so killer. Did so they win like an NME award or any oh, of
1: that kind of I, stuff? I honestly could tell you very little about them. Huh. I um I don't think so. I don't know. And I'm sure they're like all up in NME, but I haven't um I haven't checked it out, you know. So, um I can't speak to the band that much except for the fact that they're
0: Killer. super great. Yeah. Super yeah. Awesome. yeah. All right. My next track, um I stumbled across this track. I don't even I'll be honest, I don't even know that much about the band. Um it's a track called Magnets by Disclosure. And don't know it's it really, um, I don't think The album is called Car Call Deluxe And it's interesting because I don't think it's a remix record But every single track has like someone else featured with them And this track happens to feature Lord Cool So uh, let me play it Wow
1: That's really good. Beth would love that. I gotta get that going yeah, for her. It's
0: super good, right? Oh, that's really great. Tell me, sorry, who is it again? Um, it's this band called Disclosure. The track is called Magnets, and obviously that track features Lord. So maybe, yeah. maybe their deal. And once again, I'll have to dig in more on them. Is that they do all the beats and like electronic stuff, and yeah. then they have vocalists come in and sing over it? Because like I said, Very someone cool. featured, someone else featured on every single track. Really. Um, What I love about that is it feels like a slightly updated version of, like, everything but the girl. Yeah. You know, from when they kind of made the switch to Electronica, sort of the walking wounded era.
2: Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah.
0: And I love that stuff. Yeah, Um, me too. That stuff was great. God, I had a a girlfriend that, that
1: introduced me to that, and I was blown away. Like, I was, like... Super taken by her in that at the same time, and like it's always identify her with that thing, and and uh, yeah, man, and that's killer, that's so well produced, right? Cool,
0: all right. Well, we're going 2 2 into your final choice here, man. Yeah,
1: here it is. I'm pretty, I'm feeling pretty confident about this because it's a, (laughs) um, it's a, it's an oddball, man. And and I'm, and I, I have to be honest with you, like, I don't like the stump episodes, I don't just, I'm not digging to find. Right. I'm not just trying to fucking find the most obscure shit. Oh, yeah. no. So, this record I bought because of the cover. So, if you look at, at the cover of the album, um, that design hmm. is exactly a copy of a famous cinema uh, magazine from the 50s hmm. called Cahiers, Cahiers du Cinema. It's yes. a French. Do you know this magazine? Is it du cinema. Thank you. Yeah. I knew I was fucking mangling it. Kaier. <laughs> yeah. What? Kaier. I'm, yeah. I'm a I'm a fucking I'm a mut- moron. Um so th- this 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 is like that's what every cover of that magazine has looked like huh. since the first day it came out. And that magazine, like I've read it a bunch. Because it changed, like, film criticism. Right. Like, it was... And it, like, helped to found French New Wave. Like, Truffaut, like, in 1957, like, wrote, like, the most, like, a famous article. Anyway. Yeah. So, the the second I saw this record, I was just flipping around in a record bin, like, in New Arrivals, and I saw this, and I was like, who the fuck just nobody who just made their album cover this. And I was like, I'll take it, you know, and bought it. And it was just a blind buy went home, put the record on. And I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. So then started Googling it and look, checking it out. So, um, this, this woman, Miriam Gendron, um, She's a um she's a Canadian singer songwriter. Hmm. Uh she's from Montreal and this whole record is basically she one of her favorite poets is Dorothy Parker. Right. So she um just put Dorothy Parker's poems to music hmm. and that's the record. Wow. Um and I fell in love with it. It's like all the right parts of well, not all the right parts, but there's like There's just something, like, super raw about it, and, I mean, when I say raw, like, any of my friends that are, you know, of the punk rock bent will fucking certainly take umbrage with my use of raw (laughs) here, but it's very raw, and it's also, like, um, it's, like, a little, it's like Velvet Underground, but it's like it's super interesting that this came out in twenty fifteen. Hmm. Like I just love that this is a brand new record. Like this was, I'm doing this this year. This chick said, and she just fucking put this record wow. out. So that's awesome. So cool. So Solace is the name of this track.
2: i
0: Isn't that great? Yeah, it's awesome. It's definitely got a, even the way it's recorded, it has a very 60s sort of folk vibe to it. Listen, right? I mean, that thing, if
1: I told you that that was from 1964, you'd say, oh, fucking, of course it is. Of course it is. And when you hear that breaking up, that's not just because it's on the phone. Like, it's kind of. Part of the. It's peaking. Yeah, Yeah, like, it's broke. Like, this thing is just like. I feel like she turned a mic on and just played this whole thing at once. And I love it. Like wow. it it's yeah. raw, right? It's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, really it's cool. yeah. And, and I love that. Like she's, I don't know. It's, it came out this year that the third record six years, six yeah. months old. That's
0: awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, um, your film criticism thing just, uh, made me think to ask, this is a little bit of a tangent, so forgive us l- listeners. Um, have you seen the Roger Ebert documentary? No, I haven't seen oh, it yet. It's really good.
1: Oh God. I'm gonna watch that this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe I haven't seen that yet. I'm
0: s i am I love him so much. Yeah, it's amazing that, like I don't you know, of course I watched Siskel and Ebert uh at the movies sure. growing up. Yeah, me too. Everyone did. But you kinda watched it just to see like were there any good movies you wanted to go see when you were a kid? You didn't really understand quite the cultural impact, no, that he had and the way he changed film criticism. Yeah, uh, no. So yeah, really interesting. Um, I recommend it. Oh, I, I gotta see it. Yeah, I've I've known about it, and God,
1: I mean we're just oh we're just washed with so much shit, man. Yeah, and I, I don't That's mean true. shit. Like I mean, there's just so much stuff like. I mean, that's why we're yeah. here talking, trying to sift through it, right? Um, but yeah, that one's been on the list for sure. Now, let me ask you in the same vein: um, do you ever use um, Roger Ebert?
0: Dot com is a is a resource at all. I don't. I'll be honest. I didn't really know that much about it until I saw the documentary and I saw how much effort he was putting into, and the archive of all of his reviews and all that stuff there. So oh yeah, It's pretty amazing. Because his legacy lives on. I'll tell you. Like there are still like
1: people like that r- are writing reviews. Um, you know uh, on his oh, really? site, yeah, and oh. their great reviews um it's not him, right. but there are people it's people that came up
0: um underneath him or like it, it, in his in tutelage a fashion, yeah exactly Carrying
1: the torch it, that's exactly right, yeah, so it continues to be a great resource for for anybody
0: that's cool. yeah, interesting sounds good um what do you got, right. man? this is Why my this is where I got I gotta know you, it you might have me here I got to say, oh, come on, baby come um. This is a track called Every Day. It's an ASAP Rocky track. Oh! uh, With also featuring, because I believe it was produced by Mark Ronson, it uses a a classic Rod Stewart sample. It also features a vocalist, Miguel.
1: Dude, I know this. I know this. I just last week went through a Mark Ronson sort of like discovery thing. So a friend of mine, um, Blag Dahlia from The Dwarves, um i read this article about like the mo- the five records you would never expect blag to to like and one of them was a um it wasn't a mark ronson it was mark ronson produced so mark ronson for anybody that doesn't know he produced amy winehouse records he's produced um He he came up in the '90s as a DJ, DJ guy, Tommy Hilfiger, like like discovered him and like got him to DJ some stuff. And he actually worked as a model for Tommy Hilfiger, right? And then Sean Combs hired him to DJ his now famous 30th birthday party. So Mark Ronson became this guy and um and he and I knew that he was working with ASAP Rocky.
0: Right. And the rest of his family is famous too, right? Like he has a sister Samantha Ronson, I think. Well, his that, that's
1: right. The in but he's also the son of um oh his stepfather is a famous classic rock guy um Hmm. and he got his start spinning by stealing his old man's record collection um it it may be it may be worthwhile me looking this up but i'm I'm not going to say that i'm i I won't until i hear it i'm not going to say i know for sure because i was digging on mark ronson lately and and i have been digging on asap rocky so
0: let's hear it here's the track
2: Every day I spend my time drinking wine, feeling fine, waiting here to find the sign.
1: in My mind, body's holding prison. My eye uh, probably going ballistic, but listen, I'm missing a couple of screws. They ain't never do drilling, and drew. You've been sipping away at the truth. i of wisdom, do, 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 rolling through, hitting switches, rolling dishes, blowing kisses. Till the bitches hold the business, what's the business?
2: Beat the system, go to business, blow the citizens, go to prison, go to church, and pray the father, Lord forgive yeah. only. Yeah. yeah, he don't like no ugly. I look so fucking good most likes a fucking buddy. Yeah, I'm a piece of shit. Uh-huh. I know I
1: plead the bitch. I tell a hella if you need some dick. The fashion is getting
2: hopeless holy. I'm getting
1: close. I don't fucking know that track. <laughs>
0: Damn. What's yeah. that sample at the beginning? Who is that? That's the that's the Rod Stewart sample. Fucking hell. Yeah. That's really great. It is really great. Yeah. God damn. I I don't
1: know that. Fuck. I thought for sure I had you. I thought for sure I had you. I'm like Mark Ronson, ASAP Rocky. I got yeah,
0: you. Of course. It's I will say it's a little deeper on the record, you know. It's the It's not like the most popular track off that record. He's got had some other singles off that record, but that that guy's like on fire. He's had two great records now. He was in dope. You know, he was yeah. really good in dope. He's Evidently can act, right. so he's good-looking, clean-cut dude. He's like fashionable. Um, so yeah, ASAP Rocky. I'm surprised he's not like. I know he's big. Don't get me wrong. In the hip hop world, but he's not the biggest right now, and I'm kind of surprised.
1: It, I feel like it's not fucking long. It's not far away.
0: Unfortunately, I mean, you know, unfortunately, because like, you don't want him to get ruined. Like I don't want him to be like in my Jay, mind. You know, in my mind, Drake has got nothing on ASAP Rocky.
1: Oh agreed, agreed um, so I got introduced actually, you introduced me to asap Rocky through those youtube um those um those um those videos that he was making on tour, like he had a oh, series on right. I don't know it was on vice it was vice, yeah. yeah, um, and yeah, you sent me that, and they were fucking so good. Like yeah. those videos were really well done, and and I was like, oh god, this dude is because he was really... Like he for me, it was like he embodied all the shit that I love about music, like the punk rock sort of vibe where he was, you know what I mean? Like his shows were thrown together, and he's like, I'm here for you, yeah. and fuck everybody else, and f- well, he, you know, he was doing
0: things like um, he's done. I think the Pitchfork Festival and some other stuff as well, and he's he's got a lot of cro- like. I mean, who doesn't? Drake also has a lot of crossover from people who are into other kinds of music. But I feel like he is someone who is pulling kids from the punk rock scene and other people in. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, Oh, Jesus. Right. So,
1: um, here, sorry. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot this. This This is part of what led me down the Mark Ronson fucking rabbit hole. His father is fucking Mick Jones, the guitarist for Foreigner. Oh. <laughs> Which right. off, I fucking am a huge fan of. Yeah,
0: that's it's right. fucking Foreigner. <laughs> All so right. So the connection. So um, we're tied 3-3 three, three here. Do you want to go to a bonus round? Yeah, you fuck it, go? man.
1: Why not? Yeah, I got, I'll tell you. So my backup pick um, is, um, my tiebreaker here is, you, you th- there's a good chance you've heard it. Um, so here, let me dial it up. I didn't have it on the ready, um, but it's on my favorites here, which is soon to be fucking disappearing from RDO, which is some bullshit. Um, so, um, this guy, this is one of my favorite records of the last, this came out in, um, mid 2014. Um, and I can never fucking say his name right. Akamusir, I believe, is his last name. Ambrose akamusir hmm. So, I can guarantee I've not heard this. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's. This was. Um. This was. It, uh, it's on every. Um. Like best of list. Yep, it's on oh. every best of 2014 lists. Um, and I don't remember how I got turned on to this, but. Um. But this guy, man, he he's like a little bit of... He's a little bit of Freddie Hubbard. He's a little bit of, um, like... God, it's... Uh, Freddie Hubbard is the guy that first comes to mind when I think of him. But he's so modern, and he's like... It, it, like, in a time for me when jazz... You know, I, I'm not super well versed in modern, like present day jazz. I'm, yep. a, I'm a fan of bebop. I'm a I'm a fan of classic jazz. Yep. And you know, modern day jazz, I have struggled with, and I know that it exists, and I know that there, I know that there's real jazz happening, mm-hmm. but it's not on my radar, and probably because I'm not digging hard enough. But this, um, this guy when this record came out gave me so much hope. So. Here, here he is um last year's record um this is yeah again Ambrose ausir <laughs> like you can hear yeah there's Horace Silver in there. Yep. There's like I mean there's even like Thelonious in that like guitar and so not that Thelonious had guitar, but like that sort of like unison with guitar yep. and another instrument. Yeah. I I just love this guy and this whole album, yeah I'll just show you the cover because it's kind of um it's easy yeah. to find that way. It's also kind of like a throwback. It, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um. I, I think you'd really love that record. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you'll have to
0: check them out. All right, so my um, backup uh, tiebreaker might be a little bit of a softball here. Yeah? Um, as I said, this this isn't a song that came out. It came out a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, but I recently discovered it because Danny Brown is featured on it. Okay. Uh, it's a Vampire Weekend song called Step. Okay, I know
1: Vampire Weekend. I I, I can't say that I know this track, though. We'll see.
2: Every time I see you in the world, you always step to my girl.
1: I was on one, cut and settle down, cut and find a girl to hold down. Used to get my roll out, hit the spot to stroll out. Now I find one where the hand I like to hold down. Every time I'm her, dudes always wanna stare. i be staring back, I like, do don't wanna go there. Used to didn't care, now I hate you with a chair. If the chest so happens, touch a string on her hair. Now me and Shorty wop spending more and more time. So since she got my heart, then I gotta have her from
0: what's mine a pair paradise sign signs, when a sun down side the circle and michael way. pull get me two days? sweat i got when they done my punch up and look tight but no wrap on the hurt no where in this world I- so good so far side <laughs> i i i love Danny brown yeah. to me he's kind of like a um like the you know the heir apparent to odb yeah and he A little, like, smoother and refined in the flow than ODB. Um, but, like, he even has the, like... When you see him, he just has, like, crazy fucking hair, and his teeth are all fucked up, and you're like, what is going on with you? Like, even (laughs) as, like, an individual? And I don't... He's not doing this, but, like, it's not calculated. Right. He's just, like, it's just who he is. Right. You know? Um, he's just a crazy dude. He and ASAP Rocky are pretty tight. Oh, really? which is how I... Um and he's done crazy shit like he's done tracks with with um Purity Ring and like he doesn't care about like the typical sort of hip hop so killer I kind a of genre bullshit. obviously yeah um so that is killer awesome. I've never heard yeah. that oh well, that is I really guess we'll have great to be content to go away I mean so this is tie. this is yeah. absolutely a stump episode <laughs>
1: everyone leaves stumped
0: yeah This I think this is the first time I think it's the first time we've tied all the way in. yeah crazy nice first time for everything i like it all right well thank you as always for listening thank you to kaya fisher for the audio engineering assistance uh if you will please go to itunes and give us a rating it would definitely boost our egos and give us the we need extra fuel we need to keep (laughs) pumping hot air into these microphones (laughs) anyways thank you we'll catch you soon all right see you everybody